0: Hi, welcome to Robbie's Modern Life. My name is Robbie Armfield, and I'm joined, as always, by a good friend, Sophie Gordon. Hey. Psychic medium, Mitchell JC.
1: <laughs> I predicted you'd say that.
0: And political theorist, Bernie Bolge. Hello, hey. all. Hey, thanks for having me. This show has been airing every Monday on FBI radio for around five years now, so this info probably doesn't apply to most of you, but if you are a new listener to the show, firstly... Hello, and thank you so much for being with us. But if you are a new listener to the show, it is important to be made aware right up top that this show includes jump scares. Sophie, can you elaborate on what a jump scare is for those that might not be aware?
2: Sure thing, Rob. A jump scare is a common trope of horror and thriller movies and early internet trolling behavior wherein a scene is neatly presented as entirely innocuous. That is, until something bizarre and or shocking is introduced to disrupt the assumed continuation of that peacefulness, otherwise known as a jump scare.
3: Exactly, Sophie. And just a word of warning, if you're new to this... (laughs)
0: there we have it so just be wary of those because they will be coming in and out of the show at bizarre times it's not a very peaceful show tune out now if you're not interested in that but right now in the news of the world and in the news so basically this COVID bullshit in sydney doesn't seem to be going anywhere anytime soon the only way out seems to be to stay the f off the streets At home and get tested. We actually all got tested here at RML over the weekend, and you should too. It's super easy. The staff at these facilities are super chill. The results arrive super quickly, and you just get that peace of mind, you know? So just wear a mask and go and get tested. There's seriously no excuse at this point. It's so easy. So stay at home. We did it over the weekend. It's so easy. Just get your Book your first test. It's so easy. It's so easy.
1: We all did it over the weekend. It's no dramas. Just get tested. It's so simple. Please, everyone. And onto some uh, heavier news. This sucks, but uh, there's a meteorite on collision course with Earth currently. Uh, We are super bummed out to be informing you that there is a meteorite currently on a collision course with Earth hurtling towards us now. Um, Yeah, I know, it's hard. We know that the past uh, couple of months have already been pretty tough here in Sydney and there has been a lot of bad news, but we simply have to report on this one. A meteorite hurtling towards Earth as we speak at speeds of upwards of 5,000 kilometres per hour. Far out, that's fast. How long do we have, Mitch? Well, scientists are still working out where it's going to hit, but estimated estimations have placed it somewhere in Denmark. The oh, scientists you. also believe the impacts are going to be felt almost all around the globe, unfortunately. No! Mm. So, what to do? Scientists are working on it.
2: That sucks.
1: Okay. I guess that's some peace of mind. I guess so.
2: Also in the news, guys, people are already making best of 2021 lists, and the reason will shock you. Lists are being compiled of the best music, games, events, food, and people. But isn't it a bit early, seeing as it's only August? Yeah, I think a lot of people would agree that it is too early to start an end of year list. Isn't it a bit early, seeing as it's only August?
3: I think a lot of people
1: would agree that it is way too early to start one of those lists. Maybe, um, maybe they're concerned with the uh, the meteorite on collision course with Earth as we speak. Good point.
2: Maybe this is the last month of twenty twenty one. As we know it.
3: I hope that meteorites a prank. And you know what else was a prank? Uh, A huge one, uh, actually, that got executed this week involving celebrity actor Daniel Radcliffe from the Harry Potter series. He was hired as a receptionist for a company called Nylon. Always turn on
2: the Nylon sign. Okay. Make sure that the news issue is out. Right. And make sure that you are constantly smiling. It's
3: going to So, as you can hear, he was quite excited to start as a receptionist at this company. But, give him a few more minutes.
0: Whoa. Hi. 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 I'm filling in for an hour. Nice to meet nice you. To meet
1: you. You have great hair.
3: So then, he started getting noticed, and people started wanting to get photos.
1: Am I too much of a fan if I take a picture with you? No, I think that's a okay. it. <laughs> I'm going to get nylon in the background. One, two, three. <laughs> yeah. We
4: should act like we're working.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> Wait, one silly one.
4: Are you okay to stay Yeah, yeah, of course. Thank you
3: And by the end, he really hated being a receptionist.
1: No, I'm good, man. I'm, I'm all good. Yeah, I'm struggling with the
0: pressure. I'm, I'm cracking already. It's not been good. Literally every person that passes in front of the
1: door, I'm just thinking, oh, don't need to come in here. Don't need anything.
0: And TikTok under pressure in the news this week to remove its newest filter, Potty Mouth. Anytime a user swears on the platform, photorealistic fecal matter explosively blasts from their mouth onto the screen and slowly seeps down their face. It is so photorealistic. It's making everyone so sick. There are really calls to remove it at this point, and it's in the news.
2: I'm super bummed about that. I've been having so much
0: fun with it. It's so greasy. And in the news, Mitch, something's going on
1: at the night at the museum. Yeah, something's got museum goers completely spooked. Jump scare. Oh the world's scariest dinosaur, the Deodon, I think I'm pronouncing that right, has been removed from the ground floor of the Carnegie Museum of Natural History and put down into the basement section. A life-size sculpture of it was said to have been so scary that children and adolescents alike refused to continue on their tour of the building after seeing it in the lobby through the window. It is still viewable to the curious in the basement section, but is not recommended for the faint of heart. So, yeah, it must have been quite terrifying. Especially when you consider what it might have sounded like when it was alive. How do you mean?
0: Well, as an animal, it must have made noises, right? Oh, so, it's yeah. like some kind of prehistoric
3: pig, right? It must have sounded like maybe a larger version of a pig.
2: Yeah, it was a dinosaur, and dinosaurs are often high-pitched. So, they like, ah!
0: You know, like—is uh, it all great guesses? Yeah, You're listening to Robbie's Modern Life right now on FBI Radio. Such a pleasure to have you with us today. And now, a word from our sponsor.
3: Come and discuss the modern issues we're talking about this week on Robbie's Modern Life on the Uncle Tony's text line oh four oh nine nine four five nine four five. Send us a text, and you might just have your voice heard.
5: Tempt your fate with the new Uncle Tony's Demon Heat Corn Chips. Set your taste buds alight with flavors straight from the depths of hell. Never before have corn chips tasted this hot. Eternal suffering is guaranteed with the new Demon Heat flavors. Your eyes will be watering just reading the packaging. Demon Heat corn chips are officially banned in most countries and are now available in Australia for the first time. Why not go further down under to the unforgiving torture of hell? To the bottom of the packet of Uncle Tony's Demon Heat corn chips, if you can. <laughs> Uncle Tony's Demon Heat corn chips
3: of the new Uncle Tony's Heaven and Hell Corn Chips range.
0: Confused by some of the questions included in the census of a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, I was. I think a lot of us were. Did the census leave you completely perplexed and in bewilderment? Yeah. Me too. There was a bit of a failure for me. There was a failure in the 2016 census as well. Australian authorities ignored the tech experts and decided to tempt fate with another online census just two weeks ago left me completely baffled as to what sort of questions they were asking. Hi, my name is Robbie Armfield and you're listening to Robbie's Modern Life on FBI Radio 94.5 FM. I was so baffled by these hacked questions.
2: I was as well and it was only just like a fortnight ago, right, that we were all discussing from a layperson's view, obviously with the exception of Mitch, our resident tech expert, but all, all the things that could possibly go wrong in holding another online census. Like we were only just discussing this and what do you know, something bad happened again.
0: Absolutely, Sophie, absolutely. And Mitch, I think we need to clear the air for people that are sort of worried, like they've done the census two weeks ago and they're fretting like, what, it was hacked? Oh my God, what do people need to know when they consider
1: these prospects? Right, (laughs) well, I mean, the 2016 hack was more of a, um, I think as Bernie mentioned last time, more of a DDoS attack. So no, no sensitive data was actually leaked or obtained. Um, you know, all of the census answers were safely sent to the ABS, uh, unadulterated, so there's no um, there's no concerns there. Hmm. You know? Well then, that probably leaves people thinking, what was the point of the
0: hack then, right? Why did they even do that hack in 2016, Burn?
3: Yeah, so, well, the hack actually began before the census even opened, unknown to the authorities until they received the completed census answers. The hacker went into the system and changed the very questions that the census asks. Why, you might ask? We certainly did too. That's why we tracked the hacker down, thanks to Mitch's incredible
0: technological forensic skills, to ask them in the face, over the phone. We've got the hacker on the line now. The hacker that changed some of the questions in the most recent census. Hello, John Citizen. Hi. Firstly, is that your real name, John Citizen? Yes, it is. So, John Citizen, you're a hacker by trade then, right?
4: No, actually, it's more of a hobby for me. I'm a retail worker by day.
0: Mm. So you had a lot of time to practice your hacking skills while the shops have been locked down in this
4: lockdown, right? Yes, yes. It's been nice, actually, to work at something, at at a hobby and see it uh, come to fruition with a hack such as this.
1: Yeah, so that's exactly what we thought could happen with this 2021 census, considering it happened back in uh, 2016. Um, so, John, our first question is, why? Why, mate? Why would you do this? Um, why would you put the most comprehensive snapshot that we can get of our society at risk like this, mate?
4: Well, the 2016 census was inspirational in a few ways. Firstly, how easy it was to hack. And secondly, I was very disappointed with the questions that were in the last census so i thought that i could get in there especially seeing as someone already did it in 2016 as well and thought i could get in there and change a few of them myself without too much difficulty so john what questions disappointed you all the boring ones place of work how many hours you work a week what bills you pay for how much housework you do no one wants to look at that shit
0: Probably can't disagree with you there, John Citizen, but I will say we were all pretty confused at some of the questions that were included in last fortnight's census, as were some of our listeners who texted in on Uncle Tony's text line just before. We'll read through some of the strange questions, and perhaps you can tell us a bit about the inspiration behind you including them after hacking into the census. Keep in mind... That you actually changed some of these questions uh, in the census a fortnight ago. So somebody texted in saying they found a question: "How many people have you slept with?" In brackets,
4: ever. Why is this of relevance? It's something you're always wondering about. You know, you look around at your group of friends, or or even random people on the train, on the bus, and. In- I, I find myself asking that question all the time. How many people might that person have slept with? And I think that could offer an interesting insight into how society works at large. And it's just a bit a bit of fun, um, more interesting than the boring ones, like how many hours do you work a week,
3: etc. This next one, John, seems to kind of upend what the census format is. You've just put in, never have I ever given head in a public space. You walk us through that one?
4: Uh, it's it's another one of those questions where I thought uh, I could make the census a little bit more interesting and another one of those ones where you're sitting maybe on the train or on the bus and you're looking at the people around you and thinking, I wonder if these people have ever done a sexual act in a public place.
1: Mm, thanks, John. That's super perverted, um, especially this next one. How many girls do you live with? I think there's just some strange uh, connotations with that. Do you want to care to elaborate on that one?
4: Uh, I I think this one, I was definitely trying to keep more to the traditional census style questions. Um, You know, there's often questions like how many people do you live with who pays the bills and stuff. So I just thought it would be interesting to just replace that with girls and just have a look at what the cross section across our society might look like in terms of, um, how many girls people live with and
0: stuff. You're listening to Robbie's Bot on Life right now on FBI Radio. We've currently got on the line with us John Citizen. Yes, that is his real name. He's the hacker of the census that we all participated in a fortnight ago. Yeah, were there any questions you wanted to put in the most recent census, John Citizen, that you couldn't so as not to alert the ABS to the census being hacked?
4: Yeah, as I said before, you know, I tried to keep some of the questions that I added in line with the traditional census style but what i really wanted to know was more stuff on like sexuality and hobbies so i was going to put in something about your partner's pet name for you whether people are doing diy projects and stuff like the level of kink that you're happy with and i was close to putting a few of them in but i kind of got interrupted as mom needed to use the computer for some solitaire so i just had to leave it there and i was um just happy with what i got in Uh,
3: John, what's next for you? Any other hacks in mind over the next six months?
4: I don't know. I I prefer more of a spur-of-the-moment kind of operation, just like this one. You know, I had a bit of free time in the lead-up and uh, decided to do it kind of last minute. But um, I don't know. Maybe I'll throw some extra names into the ring for the upcoming local elections. I'm not sure. I can't really say. Thanks for joining us, John
0: Citizen, hacker of the 2021 Australian Census. No problem. Thanks, guys. Take it easy. Wow. It's pretty amazing to, like, actually talk to someone that's so brazenly done something illegal. So willing to, like,
2: go on the radio, like a public broadcaster and just talk about
1: it? I don't know. With his real name? Yeah. That's
0: absurd. Hey, speaking of technology, do you use Messenger? If you do, you might want to stick around. There's some new and concerning updates that might directly affect your ability to get in touch with your friends and loved ones. Stick around right here on RML, FBR Radio. (laughs) Hi there, Robbie, Sophie, Bernie and Mitchell are with you on the radio. It's it's a pleasure to, 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 to be with you today. Now, the COVID restrictions in Sydney have finally gone online and they are now targeting famous chat platform Facebook. The team at NSW have worked out that if they can limit what goes on with Facebook, then they may be able to mitigate the spread of the virus it's a horrific spread. So here are a few of a swathe of new restrictions set to come online on the chat platform come this afternoon, Monday the 23rd of August. These are pretty concerning. I think we're all in the same boat on this one. If you haven't heard about this, you know, keep those ears pricked because this will directly affect you. Certain emojis have been removed so as to try and prevent certain associated activities from Going ahead, no examples here, of course, include the beer emoji, the roller coaster emoji. If you're living in like the Gold Coast region, this more affects you. All of the social sports balls, soccer ball, tennis ball, golf ball. There's now a limit on group chats,
3: which sees five people max at any given time. If someone leaves the group chat, uh, another new member may join, but the old member must not rejoin. The name of the group chat cannot exceed 10 characters. Unsure how this relates, but uh, yeah, these these restrictions have come in pretty much today.
2: This in is aside. so effed up. Yeah. Mm. So effed up. Like, yeah, pretty strict. Facebook Messenger is one of the ways we can connect with people when we're locked down. Now they're, they're trying to lock it down as well. They're locking down certain words even from the platform. They've banned these words from all chats, including group chats and one-on-one chats. Tra- did one somebody one say chats?
3: 1984? Mm, seriously, say Orwellian. Dude. You yeah. would be able to say that, but that's the first banned word, Rob. What? Yeah. Orwellian or 1984? Both, actually. Used in the same sentence. Some
2: yeah. others include party, club, drink, meet, fun, even. Fun. 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 The fun police, more like it. Oh, um, juice, slam, crowd, swarm, motor, Oh. Empties, warmed, marsh, shant And that is only the tip of the iceberg There are yeah. many more words that have been banned From the Facebook chat function As oh of gosh. today, Monday the 23rd of August
0: The full list of these words can be found On our program page We're going to chuck the link up there But Mitch, this is really concerning as well Voice memos limited to 5 seconds I love sending a good voice memo maybe it's a longer sort of song idea
1: or an idea five seconds what can you get in there Mm, no longer rob that's a thing of the past this is for fear of any audio being shared about breaking the rules or sharing misinformation i suppose users could still just cut it up into little slices but you know they're just trying to limit the abilities Uh, of people to do that i believe it's a brave new world Mm. mitch talk us through these uh trigger words as well with the misinformation rules yeah okay Good point, Bernie. Um, so every message sent that includes certain trigger words incites a COVID-19 misinformation, disinformation warning message that remains on screen for three minutes with no exit button. Hang on a sec. Wait, does, does this uh, Is this for Apple and Android devices? Yep. This is for all available public devices. Everyone's, um, yeah, joined in on it. Even on a laptop or a computer? From what I believe, yeah. Anything that can access the Facebook Messenger app, yeah, these, 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 these apply.
0: Okay, we'll, we'll put all the exhaustive details of this on our program page, but Mitch, just briefly here, list us through some of these trigger words that can set off this
1: three-minute locked screen time. Yep. So while previously the words would just appear redacted uh, in the message, these ones will uh, inside the COVID-19 misinformation, disinformation warning. So some of them include vaccine, vax, max, Vape, Vapachine, Button, Beervax, Vodka Vax. There's, there's a fair few more, actually. Um, it's quite exhaustive, this list. Go on. Vodka Vax,
0: Gin Vax. I sp- that's probably people trying to like incite uh, drinking, pa- like alcohol drinking parties in a covert way, right? Cocktail party, party time. Or more, more overt ones there. Talk with a Q-U-E. Yeah, like talk, like the car
1: talk, like the vehicle talk. I've, I've <gasps> never like written that in those. my life. Inject. Injection. Ingest. Injectables. Astra. Asia, for some reason. Ad Astra. Estrogenica.
2: Is that a kind of vaccine?
1: It's
0: the newest vaccine. Ice oh. Age. Eject. Bunnings Warehouse. All these words. Just be careful. These words will enable a uh, three-minute locked screen time on any device. Okay, this one is so concerning. For me. Uh, uh,
3: Pub crawl is one of them. That's a pretty obvious. One. Pfizer uh, drink with it's spelled with a P. F. Stylized like Pfizer. Um, Lift in brackets, drink, um, and Sprite as well in brackets, drink. I think
2: there must be code word for something. Yeah, code maybe. word mm-hmm. for some misinformation or disinformation.
0: That's all I can think of, yeah. It's pretty concerning. I mean, I guess in some ways I'm like, I I guess I'm happy that they're trying to dissuade people from sharing misinformation. But at the same token as that, I'm looking at some of these words and I'm thinking, I'm not sure how these actually relate to achieving that aim. You know, the words that come to mind when I read these are actually like 1984 Orwellian and Brave New World. Yeah, and and diabetes as well. You know, a lot of fizzy drinks hey um if you've actually come across any trigger words in your usage of this application uh some that we've missed out maybe in our travels online here do text in and let us know what they are on 0409 945 945 have there been any COVID 19 disinformation misinformation trigger words that you've used that you've used that have uh, caused a three-minute lockout screen time for your device let us know on that text line you're currently listening to robbie's One modern life on fbr radio some concerning updates there with the rollout of new virus uh, strategies uh, but now something on to completely different self-care sunday it's a bit of a more uh, upbeat one it's an opportunity to take stock and reflect on how mindfully we're approaching our lives especially in these more difficult you know physically isolated times this week mitch you test drove a prius tell us about that
1: yeah i'd love to um it was an awesome experience uh, really lifted my spirits and uh, my mood, um, you know, in this, uh, this grueling lockdown. Um, so, yeah, I got to get out there and test drive a Prius. And all I can report is a hell of a positive experience. You know, the incredible fuel economy. Um, you know, I barely saw the gauge dip uh, while I was on the test drive. Uh, you know, it was super spacious. I wasn't expecting that. It was, um, yeah, you know, so so compact.
0: Now, obviously, the owner of that Prius, unfortunately, was a close contact. You're now in isolation
1: for 14 days. How are you feeling? Day two. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's, not, it's not ideal, but it's not that much of a change from my uh, regular lifestyle. It was unfortunate that he did jump in the car with me for the test drive. Um, that was unexpected. I wasn't comfortable with it, but, you know, here we are now. And just to be clear, you have since
0: received the negative. So, for anyone that's worrying about your health, you've received the negative, but you are now obligated for to do the 14 day uh, isolation. Well, that's really exciting. Thanks so much for sharing that with us, Mitchell. Next week, we'll be looking into uh, Bernie's self care Sunday activities. Can't wait to hear about that. But after the break, some more tantalizing vehicle information. Stick around, RML FBI. Robbie's Modern Life, FBI Radio, 94.5 FM. Hi there. My name is Robbie Armfield. With me is political analyst, Sophie Gordon. Hello. Psychic mastermind, Bernie Bolge, and great friend of the show, Mitchell Jc. Thanks
1: for having
3: me,
0: Rob. Thanks for coming, Mitch. No worries. Jump, scare warning.
2: Oh. Thanks for the warning. <laughs>
0: No worries. Now, tune out now if you're not keen for those. they' More coming. Um, now, a few images have leaked online of a paddock near Camden where thousands and thousands of 2020 model SUVs are parked there bumper to bumper just unsold. There seems to be a serious mismatch in the market forces of supply and demand, which have ultimately left these pretty much brand new SUVs without owners. Understandably, people have a lot of questions about the SUVs and we're going to do our best to answer them for you now. People have been getting in touch over the past few days. Number one here, Bernie, we'll just jump through these questions. Awesome. Uh,
3: So the first question, how many SUVs are in the paddock? Uh, Look, according to some estimates,
1: there are upwards of 5,500 SUVs sitting in the paddock. Okay. Uh, This next question here, uh, why haven't they been sold? So, uh, long story short, we aren't fully sure, uh, but we think it's got something to do with a supply and demand mismatch. Um, but, yeah, we're looking into it. Okay, so there's a bunch of SUVs unsold in this
0: plot of land near Camden. What brand are they, Sophie?
2: There appears to be a wide variety of different makes and models left with a state of the stock in the paddock is still as advertised in the original image also go over to Robbie's Modern Life on the Facebook page if you want to see this viral image if you haven't already seen it floating around various social medias
3: next question here are they abandoned Bernie These SUVs do not appear to have been abandoned. There was likely some miscommunication between the suppliers and the
0: sellers that caused a large excess of the vehicles to be stored in this paddock now. Next up, Mitch, the question that we've received a couple of times, actually. If I want to buy a SUV, will it be
1: COVID safe? Well, thanks for your question. Uh, we aren't exactly sure if the SUVs are even on sale at this point. Um, but you want, if you wanted to buy one, I'm sure there would be some kind of COVID safe practice in place. Yeah.
0: Next up, why are there so many SUVs all in one place, Sophie?
2: Yeah, that one has also been the question on everyone's lips. And they have them all in one place because they haven't been sold. And so we believe they are planning on selling them.
0: Are they
3: manual or automatic? There's both manual... SUVs as well as automatic
0: SUVs, according to our sources. This was a loan question that we received, but it's one that I'm also interested in knowing the answer to. If I buy an SUV in the middle, how do I get it out?
2: Mm.
1: Okay. Let me take this one, Rob. Um, so assuming these SUVs are for sale uh, and you can complete a COVID-safe transaction, we think there should be some way probably of just driving it out. Uh, worst comes to worst, they can drive out the SUVs in front of the car you want And then uh, can access and drive out your chosen SUV.
0: Okay. So we're talking about this fleet of SUVs unclaimed in a paddock near Camden. Next question we have received from the public about this fleet of unclaimed SUVs is, can I choose which SUV I purchase or are they being sold on an outside-in sort of fashion?
2: A COVID-safe kind of purchase, assuming that these are available in this SUV paddock, um, it would usually entail driving each car from the outside-in working in a way inwards in a socially distanced manner. However, due to a supply and demand mismatch, we think there are so many SUVs that need to be brought that other driveway options must still be available.
0: Uh, and what if I buy an SUV and it's not the one that I actually want, Bernie? Well,
3: Rob, assuming you can buy one in a COVID safe fashion and that they are on sale, you'd have to check with the seller on the return policy, though this is entirely dependent, of course, on whether the vehicles are for sale to the general public, something that we have not yet confirmed.
0: Okay. There are heaps of questions here about this unclaimed fleet of SUVs in a paddock near Camden, so I'm just going to really fire them off here. If I get injured in the SUV paddock, who's accountable?
1: ridiculous um at this at this stage in time we're just we're uncertain as to who even owns this large volume of suvs um and as to whether they're even obtainable for the public at large uh whether they're for sale at all um if this paddock is on private property then i guess the person at fault would have to be determined in a court of law most likely
0: okay and of course thank you so much for these questions and reaching out We're just as interested in this phenomenon as you are. Next question here from the public. Can I test drive any of the SUVs, Sophie?
2: Yes, any that can be easily reached can likely be test driven as is standard practice in a typical car yard. But if one is desired towards the middle of the pack, then arrangements could potentially be made to have the surrounding SUVs that are preventing access to the desired SUV moved.
0: And are these SUVs for sale? It's probably the question on everyone's looks. We've received this one about five times.
3: Look, I think we've already answered this one. Uh, We're not sure if they are for sale, but it seems like there is some kind of mismatch in supply and demand, which has meant they're now in a paddock,
0: they're not sold, and we think that they will be sold at some point, so... All right, but what what if I can't reach one of the SUVs that I want to test drive?
1: Well, assuming that these SUVs are, in fact, for sale, this big car yard of um, SUVs from 2020 that are just filling up this paddock and you can test drive them probably Uh, i'm sure the suv paddock staff will be able to move the suvs around in order to get to the one that you want um seems like a pretty simple operation at this point. Okay. Uh, you're listening to Robbie's what on Life
0: right now on FDR Radio. Um, Robbie, Sophie, Bernie and Mitchell are with you. We're currently detailing and answering your questions that you've that we've received in regards to this uh, fleet of SUVs located in a, panic, a paddock near Camden. Uh, it's an interesting phenomenon. A lot of people are wondering what's going on here. Are they for sale? The next question here, are there any animal in the paddock?
2: Yeah, look, we're not really sure if there are any animals. There definitely aren't big animals like cows or sheep but considering how large the paddock is and that there are some sections of longer grass there might be some insects or even reptiles hiding in the grass there's a good bet that snakes might be in the longer grass too
0: if i was to test drive one of these suvs and get injured in the process by an animal in the paddock will there be a payout <laughs> look
3: rob um Thanks for sending this one in, guys. Uh, assuming you can get into the paddock to test drive, et cetera, uh, and that these, are for, these cars are for sale, I'm not sure you will receive a payout if you get injured in general or by an animal. Unless some kind of release form is signed, then you might be accountable for your well-being a la typical public
0: spaces. Where is the nearest servo if I need fuel after I buy an SUV?
1: Now, honestly, uh, look, Assuming that you can buy one of these SUVs, um, just check Google Images. I mean, Google Maps, sorry. You're going to find it. Uh, I'm sure it's pretty close. There there should be, yeah, one close.
2: Just looking now, actually, I think there is one a short four-minute drive from the SUV
1: paddock. Okay, there you go. Uh, Thank you for the question.
0: Uh, Is there some SUVs that are faster than the others? Um, Yeah, look, considering...
3: uh, there a complete variety of models and makes. The sensible answer would be
0: yes. There are some that are faster. Will the grass under the SUVs be flattened? How, I'm not sure how this one's relevant, but we we are sort of treating all these questions as um, reasonable and we're being as polite as possible here. Sophie, how would you respond to this one?
2: Yeah, well, I mean... We've been saying this, you know, we assume the SUVs have been there for what seems like a minimum of a few weeks. We have as much questions as you guys, but look, common sense makes us say, yes, the grass probably is flattened. You probably could have could have guessed that as well.
0: Yeah, they've been there for a while. We're not exactly sure, but um, yeah, it's probably safe to say that. It's probably dead under there.
2: There's a good chance.
0: Next, uh, last couple of questions here about this fleet of SUVs in the paddock near Camden. They're unclaimed. Does any of the SUVs have flat tires, Bernie? (sighs) Look...
3: Well, this is a bit of a silly question. We're not sure at this point. when We don't have a running stock of all the well-being of each of the SCBs. If you're able to get into the paddock to inspect the vehicle, assuming these are on sale, and you can inspect them, you can have a look for yourself.
1: Uh, that's something you can just take up with the the seller, I think, as well. Honestly, if it's got, if they're selling a car with a flat tire, you can probably just consult with them on yeah, yeah, on that.
0: Again, like presupposing these are for sale, it's a question we don't have an exact answer for. Are any of the SUVs facing the other way?
2: Another thing we're not even sure of.
0: I, sp- I suppose they're referring to the viral image.
2: You can see that the, in image, the
0: image. yeah, but they're yeah. all
3: facing the same way in the image. Um.
1: Hmm. All we've got is the image to go off of, really. We know as much as you at this point.
0: You can have a look yeah. yourself on Robbie's Modern Life Facebook page with this image. I suppose the question presupposes there's more than meets the eye with this image. Like there are more. Um, last questions here. If I wanted to buy all the SUVs, can I leave them there? Uh, I'd, I'd take that up with the owner of the plot. I'm not sure. Not answering um, does the paddock have a slope? Doesn't look like it, eh? And lastly, is the paddock scary at night? What are these questions? Probably. I don't know. I I guess. Would, I'd say so. Yeah. I'd be scared. Yeah, it's a lot well, of
1: cars. You know, it's packed with cars. Probably. Look,
2: I don't blame the general public for all these questions. It's very confusing. It beckons a lot of questions, this viral image.
0: Yeah, fair call. I think I think people are gonna be rightly sort of I suppose on the cautious side maybe about yeah. what this image is showing us and what it really means. And I, I can't blame people for having what on the surface seem like silly questions, but Yeah, I I hope that sort of helped you. Uh, If you have any questions about this, we've gone through as many questions as we can here. Thanks, everyone, for your questions. That's probably all we have time for in this particular segment. Um, If you are interested in any more details, of course, um, jump on the Robbies One Life program page on FBR Radio. Uh, Just click through the links and we've got a detailed uh, link there with all the answers provided for you if you are interested in this unclaimed fleet of SUVs. In the paddock Near Camden
3: Yeah th- Thanks for the questions guys But I think We might just be having A word with um, Jane Our producer About uh, filtering Some of those Next time
0: Yeah Yeah No absolutely Thanks for pointing that out ben. Hey it's such a pleasure To be with you today And we really appreciate Your company If you're a fan Of chocolate Or you've got a bit Of a sweet tooth I'd recommend You stick around
5: I take you to the candy shop I let you let the lollipop Go ahead girl Don't you stop Keep going till you hit the spot Whoa.
1: I'll take you to the candy shop yeah. One more taste of what
0: I
5: got
1: uh-huh. I'll have you spending all you got Come on. Keep going till you hit the spot Whoa. I'll take you to the Sweet. candy shop I let you lick the lollipop. Go ahead, girl, don't you stop Keep going till you hit the spot
0: Greetings, RML, FBI. Hello, Robbie, Sophie, Bernie, and Mitchell are with you. Such a pleasure to have your company today. Sophie, you've got a special word for us, huh?
2: Do you love chocolate? (laughs) You know, I do. Are you looking for a new and exciting chapter in your professional life?
1: ever considered becoming a chocolatier
3: sydney chocolatiers are looking for people interested in making chocolate with no prior experience necessary to start the role all you'll need is a good attitude and a love of chocolate all shapes and sizes from milk to dark from easter
0: eggs to advent calendars you'll be taught how to make chocolate package it sell it and even eat it We will also teach you bespoke chocolate tasting skills that will take your chocolate career into places you might have never thought they'd go.
2: If this sounds like the kind of opportunity that you'd enjoy, please get in touch with Sydney Chocolatiers. All you have to do is submit your resume and a brief cover letter outlining why you think you are the biggest chocolate lover in Sydney. Also, include the answers to the following prompt questions.
1: Number one. If you were stuck on a desert island and could only have one chocolate with you, what would you pick and why? Question
3: two.
0: Do you think chocolate brings happiness to the world? Why? Question three. Describe a situation where you've used your authority to stamp out dissent in a workplace. Send your application to sydney.chocolatiers at gmail.com with the subject heading Gimme Gimme Chocolate. And we'll get in touch with the next step if your application is successful.
2: We are so excited to hear your answers and see what you have to bring to the table. Come start your chocolate journey today with Sydney Chocolatiers.
0: Sydney Chocolatiers. Sydney Chocolatiers. Chocolatiers, I love what they're about. And I really reckon you should get involved with this competition. RML exclusive this one. So definitely. Job, I think. Definitely get involved with this this opportunity sunrise with michelle province is up next on fbi radio what can we expect on today's show michelle <gasps> i'm feeling those good vibrations a beach Boys special epic what's your favorite track from them
1: true yeah. hey i'm loving that uh that do that hairdo what uh what prompted that
2: <laughs> oh, lockdown haircut, eh? <laughs> it's
0: getting to that stage, right? We're all going a little bit loopy. All right. Well, I'm super excited to groove along with you, Michelle, mm. uh, on Sunrise coming up right now on FBI always, Radio. But we're going to leave you now with a song that we are loving right here in Robbie's Modern Life. Such a pleasure uh, to be with you today. Thanks so much to Sophie Gordon.
2: Thank you. Have a good week, guys.
0: Thanks, Bernie Bolgi. No worries at all. And the force is strong with this one, Mitchell (laughs) JC. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) My name is Robbie Armfield. And jump on the Facebook page, Robbie's Modern Life, to see all the treats that Sophie Gordon provides for you there. You can see the the picture of the unclaimed SUV fleet in the paddock near Camden there. It's a very arresting image. And also, we're going to be back with you next week, Monday, midday till 1 p.m. Same time, same place. The Fairfield testing facility is turning six months old. They're having a testing bonanza. Never a dull moment when you get tested. Go and do it.
3: Mention Robbie's Modern Life when you go and get tested and receive $30 off.